All right, tonight on the randomizer draft, I complete a randomizer trilogy with the fantasy footballers on back in the inaugural season. We had the Hitman on season two. We had Andy on, and now, of course, Jason Moore to round things out. We're going to have 18 rounds, best ball draft here, except we don't get to just pick the best player. No, all of the picks are dictated by prompts on the wheel that we're going to throw out. Jason, let's see if he's ready for the randomizer. Wow, underdog fantasy with the randomizer draft. You piece of shit. Wilson! Wilson! It's glowing heart. I like big bulls, so I cannot lie. Bring one of your dogs. All right, Jason Moore, welcome to the randomizer. How are we doing, man? I'm doing all right. I am tired, I am hot, and I am ready to be made a fool of. Let's go. You know what? I I would I would say that is the exact same way I come into these randomizer shows. I, I literally just switched out of a t-shirt to a tank top because uh, I'm also sweating like you. I'm tired. I got a six-month-old, but I am ready to go as well. So oh, I think we're, we're on a very similar wavelength tonight. Yeah. Um, awesome. Uh, obviously people know you, uh, from the fantasy footballers, but you're a pretty big underdog best ball grinder yourself. I am I correct in that? I do enjoy. Oh, shoot. Uh, yeah. As on you say, I'm like, wow, I should be on the clock in one, two, three, four, five leagues right now. But all right, we got a three hour minimum, so I'm good. <laughs> what are, what are you, uh, like how sick are you? Were you playing all the like big board? Were you doing the super flex? Are you in on the weekly winners? Like, I want to know how, how deep down this underdog rabbit hole you are. Yeah. So, so I am not your usual, um, underdog degenerate. Um, I'm not maxing out tournaments. I actually don't like the tournament play as much. You know, I'm being more of a redraft, like keeper league type, uh, you know, passion. Um, yeah. I just love the, the 12 person leagues. You know, I'm in pretty much every $10, 12 person league, just, on auto and do them over and over and over. And, and that, those are the primary ones. Last year I got in, you know, a couple of the, the really big high value uh, leagues. Um, but I, I, you know, the, the best ball mania, I am not grinding well enough to know <laughs> the week 17 matchups, uh, the correlation, like I'm, I'm going to let you guys, you, you <laughs> way smarter degenerates no. uh, do that than, than myself. I'm just going to, I'm going to play with what I know. Well, Monty is here in the chat saying he's in a sit and go with you and that you are, in fact, on the clock. So I think that checks yeah, out there. I'm in, <laughs> I'm in five. I'm on the clock right now in five weeks. So I apologize for slowing down underdog right now. Now you, uh, so you're the opposite of me in that other than this randomizer draft, which is a self-contained uh, 12 person league, I exclusively play tournaments. Do you do like, what, what are you guys doing over in those 12 teams? Do you have a certain structure you like? Are you always three quarterbacks, three tight ends? I'm curious what's going on in like the cash game streets. Yeah. I, I, I'm not always anything. Obviously it depends on how the draft is going to fall. If I, if I'm going to take one of the big boy, you know, if I get Mark Andrews, um, if I, if I end up drafting, uh, Josh Allen or Mahomes or Hurts or whatever. I'm certainly not rocking three of those positions. Uh, I am usually a three tight end build, um, and I'm two or three uh, quarterback builds have more wide receivers than running backs, but obviously that's going to be dictated on what did I take early 
Um, so for, for the most part, uh, you know, that's kind of the, the simple generic uh, formula that I stick to in most of those leagues. Yeah. And uh, do you, are, do you do any fast ones or do you like doing the slow drafts? No, I don't have time for the fast ones, man. I just, yeah. I, I got a busy life. So I'm, I'm, this is toilet time for me. This is, you know, get on the toilet. How many leagues am I on the clock? Let's make some picks. I know. I wish it, I, I could say that it just like making picks and seeing that notification on my phone is just some casual thing, but I get way too excited when I see I'm on the clock to have a pick. And then you go into the draft room and you reorient yourself with that specific team. I do really feel like I'm a broken person with how much joy so, that gives me. So you do, do you do a lot of fast drafts? I'm, I'm fascinated. I, you know, I follow people on Twitter where it's like, you know, this tournament opens up and it's like one day later, they're like, yeah, I maxed out my 150 interest. I'm like, how in the world, what are you doing? Is this all, are you doing like multiple fast drafts at the same moment? Yeah, I, I'm honestly in awe of that too, especially now that I have a child. Basically, this is where I'm at. I either do fast drafts on streams and I am streaming all 150 of my best ball mania drafts or I'm doing slow drafts. It's basically, I don't have time for any additional fast drafts that aren't content, which it sounds like that's that's the boat you're in as well. Yeah. So uh, it is, it is fun. I do want to get in those streets. I know, um, you know, back in the day, like Peter Jennings used to love those three mans on underdog too, like the really small uh, field cash game stuff. So maybe we need to bring that back, Jason, you need to lead the charge here and, and get that yeah. back in the business. Those, those are fun, man. You, you get someone that doesn't think about Kelsey early enough and you, you know, grab, grab a couple of the <laughs> grab Kelsey and, and Andrews and, uh, you know, log out. There you go. Um, all right. We have filled this draft, uh, Jason. We're about to find out where we are picking one nine. Um, you know, I'd prefer to be one six, one seven, one five. We can make one nine work here. Let me get the wheel up as well. And I will say, I mean, I told you the basic premise of the show, but it does feel like you're coming in pretty blind, which can either be a very fun thing or it can be a very bad thing. Yo, it'll be a very bad thing. I assure you, I will make sure that this goes poorly for us both. And I'm coming in super blind, so I'm excited to just let the world take me where it leads me. Yes. Um, well, you'll get you'll get the hang of things quickly. I say we don't waste any time. I say we spin here. Shout out to everyone in the Discord who are YouTube members submitting those prompts in the form, and those of you on Twitter as well. Ooh, we're getting the fun stuff right out of the gate. So this involves a little bit of multimedia. I mentioned that your co-hosts on the footballers have been on the show before. This is a throwback. When Andy was on the randomizer, this was two years ago, he was asked who the main host of the fantasy footballers is, of you three. How do you think he responded? And I will play the clip here. If you're close to how he responded, you get to draft whoever. If you're way off, you're going to have to take Keontae Ingram. How do you think he responded to that question? I'm not I'm not taking Keontae Ingram here. Uh, Andy's going to say Andy is the main host. Play the clip. Self co-host or do you feel like you are the uh the main driver host? You know, I'm the I'm the dad for sure. I keep the kids in line. So, uh there's a level of co-host and just papa host uh on the table there. So Oh no. Uh-oh. <laughs> no, no I, I, I think you I think you got it. He was You're saying give that one to me. Oh yeah, yeah okay. for sure. You All said, right. you okay, said great. he was the main host, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Whew. Is that a fair characterization? How would you guys how would you describe the relationship of you three from like a a host co-host hierarchy? 
Yeah, I mean, uh, Andy is the host um, of the show. He's the one that leads the conversation. Mike and I are um, the, you know, if, if you had to label them, uh, we're the analysts. Um, yeah. Now, all three of us are analysts and all three of us are co-hosts. But as far as like organizationally speaking, Andy is the one going through the show doc, leading the conversation to Mike and to I and uh, to myself. And then uh, we go from there. How uh, in you guys, how many episodes are you now? Because you guys have had some recent very big milestones. Um, I think we're in the 1200s, 1300s, something like that. We've we've done a lot. Yeah, this last uh, sometime last year or a year ago or so, we, we hit episode 1000. And that was a that was a pretty special show. Our producer surprised us with so much absurd things on that episode. It was, it was pretty fun. That is uh, that is an incredible accomplishment. A thousand shows. You are on the clock here in a second at one nine. We're on deck right now because you got that prompt correct. You get to take whoever you want here at the top of the board. You see AJ Brown, Austin Eckler, Bijan, awesome. CD Lamb. Anything uh, jump out to you? Easy, yeah, easy peasy. This is Austin Eckler to me. Um, I know right now it's it's hot to draft wide receivers push them up the board start but you know when you're talking about three running backs by adp the overcorrection from last year's disappointment is absurd um so you know i'm getting Uh-oh. last year's running back one. Oh it. no i, I thought you my- said i get anybody you I, liar pete I, I said you were about to be on the clock austin eckler you you uh oh, my we got goodness. sniped by mrs jack well now I'm really upset. Um, so what I was saying is wide receivers are hot right now, so I'm, just, I'm obviously going to go A.J. Brown. Um, that's <laughs> yeah, the way good. to build. <laughs> you know, I, I think I think Bijan is is overdrafted right now, to be honest. I mean, I understand it. Yeah. I love Bijan. He's the new hotness. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the normal ADP build here, I guess. Um, all right. Well, speaking of your co-hosts, we got to phone a friend here. They want you to call Andy or Mike and have them tell you the first player that comes to mind from the UDK bus list and take that player. If drafted, tell them to keep giving you names. So you can't leave the witness. You just need to say, give me a player that first comes to mind on the UDK bus list. Okay. All right. How many players are on this bus list? Um, I think we have probably about 12. Hey, what's going on, Andy? We're, uh, we're live here on the, on the randomizer with, uh, with Pete Overs. Oh boy. Yeah. Uh, oh boy. who is the first player that comes to mind on our UDK bust list? He shouldn't be. I would not allow that. He's checking. I know. Yeah. Well, look, this is real. This is tough stuff over here. We're not messing around on the randomizer. Yeah, we're live. I need. Yeah, I need a I need a bus list player right now. Okay. All right. I'm taking Dak. Thank you. I, I couldn't fully hear that. I did hear hear Dak. Did he say he was making dinner? Is that what was going on? He was making dinner, yes. I apologize. I tried to get it uh, loud enough, but Andy's so meek and quiet. Um, so, yeah, Dak Prescott is on our UDK bus list. Uh, obviously, the change at, uh, you know, moving away from Kellen Moore. And um, I think there's some fears there. He's been rushing less. So he's someone that we don't see as, you know, having the 
the high end potential that uh, he has had over the last several years. Yeah, uh, I certainly get that. Uh, there did who was who was the player that you said he better not be on the bus list? Did he maybe say Najee at first? He did. He said Najee, Uh-oh. and I I should have allowed him to say that and then just agreed so that I could have agreed. drafted Najee. But I'm a man of honor and principle, <laughs> and I do not believe Najee Harris is a bust this year. So um, yeah, I'm going to stand up. I'm going to stand up for truth. I you I would guess because it's funny you say that because Najee in our best ball neck of the woods has been a very hot topic of conversation even just the past couple of days. My guess is if you're drafting on underdog and you like Najee, you're probably getting a lot of him because he's a guy that generally falls at least in my drafts. Yeah, no that, that that's part of what that's part of why he's not going to be a bust. If he was you know being taken as the fifth overall pick, I would I would be like, dude, he doesn't have that kind of upside. But yeah, I mean, I've I've seen him very late in drafts where a guy that has already been, you know, a top six running back and has an offensive line that's being improved, an offense that should get better with a year two quarterback. Um, you know, over the last half of last year, I think he was like the running back five the entire second half of the year when he got over his foot injury from training camp. So I am not a disbeliever in Najee personally. What are you um where are you at on on Kenny Pickett and like the Steelers offense in general? Do you think they can take the leap this year? I've been drafting a ton of the passing game, hoping they're gonna take a big improvement. I have. I really like where Deontay Johnson. I I was super off of Deontay Johnson last year, primarily because of Kenny Pickett. And that worked out pretty well for me. Now, now he's he is being drafted basically where he finished last year with rookie year Kenny Pickett, who sucked. Um, I think the offense takes a a big step forward to becoming a middle of the pack offense, if that makes yeah. sense. You know, I they they were terrible last year, and I think they're going to be a middle of the pack offense. So that's where you're going to find a lot of value in fantasy because nobody is super excited about middle of the pack. Right. Yeah, I think that's a very fair thing where they're not going to take an Eagles-esque, you know, uh, leap this year, but it could be fun. Um, Oh, boy. The stack attack. Go grab a package of Oreos, stack an entire sleeve before your next pick. Do you have Oreos? We're going to find out, Pete. We're going to find out. All right. Jason, who famously loves Oreos, let's go see what he has kicking around. He is at his home, not in the fantasy footballer studios. I'm trying to think. I do not I do not have Oreos at my house. I would not have been able to complete this prompt. I do think we have a couple Reese's PCs um, up there. I'm looking. I'm oh. in my pantry. Can you hear me? I, I can hear you. Holy cow, your Bluetooth is uh is excellent. I love this. Knowing you're in your pantry, give us some uh, play-by-play. What do we what are we looking play at? Play-by-play. I'm looking through some snacks. I see some some granola bars. I see some chips. I am not seeing Oreos. They don't oh, last no. long do you have, in my house. Do you have anything that could serve as a proxy for Oreos? I want you to get this prompt. A proxy? Can I turn Ritz crackers into double-stuffed Oreos? Is it possible? I'm going to allow it. I Just to give you a shot at this, I am going to allow this because I don't want you to have to take Kenny Galladay, which is what you have to do if you fail this. Okay. Well, look, you asked for a sleeve. I'll bring sleeves. That's So I got half of it. Okay. And then now that I've ran, I will sweat even more for the Pete. Yes. Okay. This is... I, I can, I am. Did I make it back to my own clock? Yes. So you have, you have two picks to go. All right. We have two sleeves here. 
Let's see. Let's see the draft board. Um, do you need to? I think you need to stack them though to complete this. Can you stack? Oh, it? okay. Maybe if we can get a stack on stack, I think I think the chat will allow this. A stack on stack. So what do I have right now? I've got Dak, and I've got AJ Brown. Obviously, no. Jalen Hurts just went. I mean, no, they literally want to watch you stack your chit. Your oh, uh, just physically a stack yes, on exactly. stack. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> okay, here we go. Maybe I think little... this is what they wanted. I do think this is what the prompt writers wanted on this one. All right, the playing Jenga with the crack. Okay, there's one stack. Oh, baby. Okay, work out that. <laughs> Holy cow. There you go. I think that counts. I mean, if you take a bite out of an entire sleeve of Ritz crackers, you get to pick whoever you want. Um, Josh Jacobs, Mark Andrews, Brees Hall, Calvin Ridley, Keenan Allen, and the aforementioned Najee Harris. Who, oh man, back of the third, I am usually taking Mark Andrews. Having been forced into Dak early, I'm not going <laughs> to do that. I'll go with Josh Jacobs. Okay, Josh Jacobs. Yes, uh, you'll get that running back here. Josh Jacobs at 3-9. Feels like a nice value. We're going to go spin here uh, so we can pick quickly. Have you already eaten dinner tonight, or is this just serving as a really this nice This is dinner. Snack? Yeah, no, this is dinner. Thank this you is, uh, yeah. and your audience for such a suggestion. I could tell you looked you look satiated there, um, or unsatiated. All right, we have another throwback. This is part two of the throwback. When Mike was on the randomizer, speaking of food, he told a story of you once getting a decadent treat dropped off from your wife after a morning meeting. If you can remember the food item, draft whoever you want. If not, draft Eno Benjamin. Do you remember this? No, I, I don't remember this. Hold on. A decadent, a decadent treat dropped off from my wife after a morning meeting. I'll give one more clue and say it was a breakfast item. Okay. A breakfast decadent treat. Oh, this man. would have been like go right post-COVID. Oh. Uh, a decadent treat. I'm going to go bananas, fosters, French toast. And I think I'm wrong. And I think Hot, I'm going to be real upset sexy when I hear this ass story. people. That's the next evolution. I think we were on like a morning meeting and all of a sudden, like his wife, she's dropping off to him like this homemade deep fried French toast, like for our Ooh. meeting. And, and me and Andrew are like, what is happening right now? None to share on his just own? Him. Yeah, just him. Just him. Wow. Yeah, that's probably is, my Bananas Foster's French toast. I, I was going to say, you said French toast. I mean, yeah. holy, t t is this like a, a, a famous dish in your household? Yeah, it's one, one of a few famous dishes that she makes. It's kind of like a, um, uh, almost like a casserole style French toast. It's, it's pretty good. Look, I'm overweight for a reason, Pete. Holy cow. Well, I, you, uh, I think you, you nailed it on that one. Um, and how are we going to know that Mike... Mike didn't know it was Bananas Fosters. That was a little no, secret. No, he had no idea. Yourself. That's right. I wouldn't tell him because he'd want it too much. <laughs> okay. You get to pick whoever you want. Najee is at the top of the queue. The chat did that for you. Christian Watson, Jerry, Judy, Jameer Gibbs, Hopkins. Oh, man. So, uh, look, for the brand and for the conversation, I am going to grab Najee. Uh, full disclosure, having one wide receiver after four rounds feels disgusting. But let's get gross. I mean, I, I drafted Dak early. This is what happens. What is, is your, what is like kind of your preferred structure in those leagues? Do you like getting three wide receivers and then like an anchor running back with in the third or fourth yeah, round? Yeah. I, 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 I prefer getting basically one stud running back and three early wide receivers. Um, if I'm going later quarterback and, 
and tight end. Um, I'll go two and two, or like I said, I, I get a lot of Mark Andrews late. If it's late in the third uh, where I've got a quick wraparound and he's on the board, he's usually an auto pick for me. I think he's, I think his value is so much. I think by the end of the year, it'll be so much significantly better than Travis Kelsey's cost of the fifth overall pick right now. Yeah. No, that makes sense. I, I definitely like Andrews. People have been sending me some screenshots. They've been getting Andrews and Lamar at the three, four turn, which feels like a very fun uh, click there. What, um, what marks the start of the fantasy season for you? Because I feel like with best ball, it's like gotten pushed up so much now because we start drafting in, in February. I used to always associate it with like the Scott fishbowl and stuff like that. What now for you is like, all right, we are in the thick of the next season. Um, so because we're year round and we never stop, we never go away. We're doing dynasty in the off season and there is no start. There's literally no start, no end to fantasy football. To me, it's August 1st. August 1st is when the season is fully upon us. Training camps are going. That's when we change to five shows a week. So we're just every single day um, uh, putting out a, you know, a full show. Uh, that is where I take a deep, deep breath. <laughs> and get ready for the sprint. Yeah, that makes sense. And I, I, I assume too, like your, you know, your YouTube and your your podcast downloads reflect that too. Like that's when people who are getting ready for their twelve team league are are checking stuff out. Exactly, and it's always a tough time of year because we have talked ad nauseum about all these players. Yeah, and we don't want to repeat ourselves, but we also recognize that like three-fourths of our audience weren't here for when we talked about this. So we right. need to repeat it for the majority of the audience, but then we feel dumb and repetitive. So, it's just, you know, look, the struggle's real. This is this is a real-world problem. <laughs> you know what? I feel that problem, too. I used to be very bad at, like, promoting stuff, doing basic hosting duties. Like, right now, subscribe to the channel if you would like to watch Randomizer Drafts every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern because I'm like – the people I see in the chat, I know they've watched a million of my streams. They don't want to hear it, but there are people who are watching this stream for the first time who don't know those things. So I struggle with that dynamic as well. Well, shout out to the new people, right? Shout Subscribe. out to the new people. If you are here because of Jason Moore, you can go all after the show's over. I'll link back to the old fantasy footballer randomizers as well. So you can go back, stroll down fantasy footballers memory lane. All right, next prompt. Your new lion's love. You recently stated that David Montgomery could be a league winner. Pete, that's me, notoriously took 0% of Montgomery last year in BBM3. Let the record show I've been drafting him a bit this year. Play best two out of three rock, paper, scissors. I think that got lost here in the pace. If you win, take Montgomery. If Pete wins, take the next highest Lions running back. How are you in the uh, the rock, paper, scissors streets? So I'm usually undefeated, but I recently got my butt handed to me by Mike, the fantasy hitman, right? So I'm I'm a little I'm a little nervous here. This is one, two, three, shoot, right? Yes. So we'll go one, two, three, shoot. Uh best out of three. Why don't you call the cadence and I'll follow behind you? All right. One, two, three, shoot. Okay, you're up one oh. Right. You're I'm rocked to my scissors. Here you go. One, two, three, shoot. One, okay. one, my paper to your rock. One, two, three, shoot. Oh, my goodness. He goes back to the scissors. You stay the rock, paper, scissors king, which means you get to pick whoever you want here. Let's go back to the board. Last time I was at this spot, I said you're on the clock, and you were not. You are on deck. I will tell you who's okay, at the thank top. Thank you. 
a lot Words of matter. Can they sure do? Kenneth Walker, oh, Aaron Jones, J.K. Dobbins, Alexander Madison. If you want to look at the receivers, Pittman, JSN, Lockett. This is, I, I assume the people in this league are watching this stream and they're just like, I got to take all the wide receivers. He's got one look, wide receiver. I'm going to, I'm going to just take them all. Look at the board. Um, okay. it's, just, it's all yellow. Yeah. I mean, so I'll say out loud who I want to take here because of my bill. I feel like, I, oh, because I'm on the clock. All right. The yes. pick is in. I'm going, assuming he wasn't the pick. No, he wasn't. I'm going to take uh, Tyler Lockett. Okay. Let's do it. Tyler Lockett, Tyler Lockett is a player at his ADP that I had to, <laughs> I had to stop drafting. I like I had to tell myself I'm not allowed because my exposure was just too high. Dude, I'm the same way. Um, been drafting a ton of Lockett, a ton of JSN. I'm just in on these Seahawks guys. Um, all right. Speaking of exposures in best ball, better in best ball. Uh, tell Pete your top five exposures in best ball. I kind of know one of them already. If Pete can guess the correct exposure for two of them within five percent. Within a 5% threshold, draft whoever. If not, draft a player you have none of. So can you read off your top five to me? Um, yeah, let me pull that up on here real quick. This will be the post-NFL draft. Uh, yeah. NFL season, exposure. My top five. Uh, okay. Tyler Lockett, Rushy yes, Rice, Cooper Cup. Austin Eckler and Najee Harris. Okay. I want to ask one more question. How many drafts have you done for this? Right now, sample? this type is 24, 20, 24. Okay. I am going to try to guess your Tyler Lockett and your Najee and try to get within yeah. 5%. You made it sound like you are going very hard on Tyler Lockett. And since you're at 24, 25 drafts, I could see you being drafting him in almost every other league i'll bring it down a smidge i will say you have 43 percent tyler lockett and before you answer let me get my Najee guess in as well i don't think you have as much of him because i'm guessing there's some other running backs you sometimes like taking in round three i'm gonna say you're at 18 percent Najee harris okay so i'm at 40.9 percent on tyler lockett that's a win for pete Yep. And then my, my Najee is 27%. Ooh, you were even higher than I expected. I think that's my yeah. own anti-Najee bias bleeding into that <laughs> answer. But I did get one. What is what does the prompt say? Um, if I can guess the correct exposure for two of them. Oh, I guess I get one more though. I can keep guessing. Well, I who think you're supposed one? to, yeah. So uh my let's go with Cooper Cup, who is my third highest exposure. Um, I will say you were at 29% Cooper Cup. 31. So you, 31. you win. can pick whoever quick JK Dobbins, Mike Evans, Traylon Burks. Who do you want? Uh, I'm going to take Traylon. I I'm yes. a, I'm a believer in the talent and I need the wide receivers. Um, he's someone that I expect to have a really good season unless yes. Hopkins goes there. I know what, it, what is the deal with this man? Like Hopkins is confusing me so much. I know you guys had some boots on the ground, um, you know, being in Arizona with him. D he clearly has no interest in winning a Super Bowl, right? Like that's safe. To I think say. he has interest in winning a Super Bowl, and I don't think that that is his primary goal. No, he'll yeah. end up who, with whoever's going to pay him the most money. That's that's what I believe in. And uh, I think today I was seeing that the the, the uh, Devonte Parker deal might be a precursor in reworking that cap space to be able to actually sign Hopkins to the Patriots. Mm. Which I would be I'd thrilled with that because I feel like who does who does that hurt Juju like who cares Yeah, 
Exactly. That is like the push pull with it. And I was even thinking about this through an ADP lens and I've been seeing him drop. I took him in a Dalmatian slow draft today at like pick 52 now in the fifth round where I'm fine with him there. It seemed like his old price was assuming he was going to go to the chiefs or the bills or something. And that just seems so unlikely at this point. Yeah. The, um, do you have any other, I mean, on the, on the trail and Burke stuff, like where are you assuming what 17 games from Ryan Tannehill at that at this point or what kind of assumption are you working under when you take Burks because I like Burks too and I'm just kind of throwing my hands up in the air with the quarterback situation yeah I I, I know from the people that uh you know are are in and around and close to uh the Titans that they really want to replace Ryan Tannehill I mean they just hate him um that being said I'm a believer in Mike Vrabel um I actually think Tannehill's decent Um, if Derrick Henry is still King Henry, then they're going to win more games than expectation. And if that happens, Tannehill doesn't get replaced. So, yeah, I mean, for me to be pro Traylon Burks, that would be saying we're getting, you know, 17 games from Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. Are you, uh, where are you at on Derrick Henry? Are you scooping him up in the third round these days? Yeah. Yeah, I am. Um, Derrick Henry is, He's either, I mean, he's not one of those guys with a medium range of outcomes, right? Like he's going to be a top five running back or he's going to be D-U-N. It's just over. That's how yeah. it happens for for guys like that. So, you know, if he was a first rounder, too much risk. But if he's in the third round, what are you doing? Like you can't get a guy usually there that, I mean, what's he? what has he done up to this moment? just dominate, just absolutely dominate. The la- What's the last thing we saw him do? Just be great. He was, he was great for fantasy last year. Um, he's catching the ball a little bit more. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm in at the price for Derrick Henry. And people, I know you're not a huge schedule, bro, but they do famously play the Texans twice in the fantasy playoffs. That doesn't hurt the cause here. Um, all right. We referenced you're in Arizona. Big Phoenix Suns fan. Suns out, guns out. You want to roll up your sleeves, give us a flex, and in your best wrestling heel fashion, tell us why the Nuggets are frauds and the Suns should have been the rightful NBA champion. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you why. Because Jokic is a Jokic. He's not the Joker. He's the biggest, fattest, fakest star that the NBA has ever seen. You want to know what the Nuggets did to get a championship? They beat an eight seed. They beat a seven seed. They beat a four seed. They beat nothing. They just beat the Suns. And oh, wait, was Chris Paul there? No, he was injured. It took injury to get them there. The Suns are better. Jokic sucks. And the Nuggets are frauds. Uh, bravo, bravo. Nailed the prompt. Jokic, definitely a guy who has enjoyed some banana foster French toast, I would say, in his day. Yeah, for sure. It, it, it is funny around the office. We One of our employees from Denver loves uh, the Nuggets. And I've joked for years that you can only win a championship if you have a super duper star and you guys don't. And so now they won the championship. And I said, you know, like this is, you know, they bucked the trend. They, they proved that I was wrong. You don't need a super duper star to <laughs> win a championship. There you go. You got to keep the needles going even after they hang the banner there. Yeah. I mean, it did seem like things were setting up for the Suns um, super well this year with just the West feeling wide open, but the Nuggets, man, uh, they went on a roll, but that promo uh, you had me shaking in my boots and I grew up in Denver just hearing that. I was like, you know what? He's right. They're frauds. Yeah. Um, all right. 
uh, I'll do my my caveat again. You're on deck. Is there any position okay. you would like me to tab over to? Um, let's see here. I am curious what quarterbacks are there. So, uh, okay, quarterbacks. Let me see the tight ends real quick. Yep. I'm just gonna quickly see what's available. Oh, God, it's interesting. I don't. You know, for the most part, the way that I play is if I don't get an early stud, if I don't get Kelsey, which I usually don't, basically if I don't get Andrews, then I grab three guys at like the 130 yeah. to 160. So probably out on that. I think I'm going to look. So I've got uh, A.J. Brown, Tyler Lockett, Traylon Burks, and then two running backs right now. Yep, Jacobs and So let's just show me running backs and wide receivers. I'm going to take one of those. Yep. Am I on the clock? You okay, are. we'll go quick. I'm going to go Cam Akers. Cam Akers at the top of the queue. Nice little ADP value here for Jason scooping up that value um the team now Dak Prescott Josh Jacobs Najee Harris Cam Akers AJ Brown Tyler Lockett Traylon Burks shaping for a punt tight end build I want to get your Akers thoughts in a second but we must spin the wheel for our next pick first here we go um this one came in on Twitter slide on down do you have the slide whistle with you oh it's at the studio uh, oh no I, I think i think we can play the uh the figurative slide whistle play the slide whistle in between explaining who you'd like to s select or draft Devonte parker so this is what i'm going to do i'm going to pull up the board again and i believe if you can just give me some slide whistles in between analysis will allow you to pick who you'd like okay well we don't need any more running backs right now so let's take a look at wide receivers we've got elijah moore and michael thomas that's a joke i think his value is good but you think he's gonna be on the field yeah right you got jameson williams being uh you know obviously suspended juju smith schuster's about to get hopkins i don't think there's a lot of good options there which means I'm looking for ceiling. And at ceiling, we're talking probably back to Michael Thomas. <laughs> that would be my pick. The slide wheel just getting increasingly sad as it realized its options yeah. at wide receiver in a draft room like this. I, I, uh, sad. I, what are you, what I, are you uh, thinking about Michael Thomas? Man, I took him on one of my drafts the other morning. He is, he is not my favorite click i kind of like the saints this year i draft a lot of alave i draft a lot of kendra miller i've been coming around on Taysom hill being a, a cheat code again oh michael thomas does go so now you can be even more sad <laughs> you want to grab the goddard fall? i've only got five point four point five percent exposure uh yeah you know what let's let's grab goddard let's yeah. let this draft is already different than any of my other drafts obviously so might as well take uh a player that I actually believe in that's on the board as opposed to um, just the position that I want. I I just like with the Michael Thomas stuff, I'm the same way with Odell and I'm even doing it with like a guy like Jamison Williams. Um, just these guys who have been injured and haven't played for a long time. I, I get really spooked about them. Even Calvin Ridley. I just, I'm, I'm basically kind of soft fading almost that entire cohort of players. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's uh, um, I'm I'm not as anti Calvin Ridley as you, but that makes sense. You, you know, everything we do in fantasy football is just a bet on probability, a bet on you know what's the likeliest outcome. And if you just look historically, players don't get better once they've peaked. You know what I mean? If they if they were good and then they've been bad for a little bit, there's not a lot of examples of like, oh yeah, they're back, baby. Yeah, and it's it's tough too because it was like you know, say if what if like 
you know, Aaron Rodgers had gone to the Saints, you know, and then it's like Aaron Rodgers with Michael Thomas. And you're like, all right, I can kind of squint. I can kind of see it. I just don't know if Derek Carr is enough of an elevator of talent to not only get Chris Olave his and them run the ball a ton and also let Michael Thomas bounce back. His, his price still feels like a couple rounds too expensive to me, I guess it would be my final take. Yeah. Based on my 4% exposure, I would agree <laughs> that I don't usually take Michael Thomas. I think I'm honestly about- I went and I searched because I was like, I could not remember ever drafting him this, this off season pre NFL reason- draft or post. The reason is, is us Michael Thomas drafters, we have selective amnesia. We take him and then we forget that it ever happened, I think is how it works. Um, All right, I'm going to recap the team here and then we're going to spin the wheel. So as Nick, uh, shout out to producer Nick uh, tonight, helped put together a lot of these prompts. He says, this might be the best randomizer team so far this season. No grenades yet. Yeah, we did avoid the Keontae Ingrams, the Kenny Galladay's. I guess the Dak Prescott was the big grenade at 16, but you've recovered Dak Prescott at quarterback. Josh Jacobs, Najee Harris, Cam Akers at running back, AJ Brown, Tyler Lockett, Traylon Burks at wide receiver, Dallas Goddard. I think you can make this team work. Okay. Well, <laughs> you don't sound convinced. <laughs> I mean, look, look, I'm going to do my best. Um, I do think we need to see, uh, you know, let's, uh, uh, let's put maybe a uh, Brandon Cooks, Michael Gallup, uh, you know, start them for future reference. I need to know whereabouts I need to take them. But uh, yeah, let's spin the wheel. Yeah, Brandon Cooks is gone. I, I like so you you mentioned the stacking there. I was curious how much are you uh, prioritizing stacking even in those twelve team individual leagues? Yeah, even even not in the tournament play, I'm always going to try to stack. Um, yeah, you know, usually whenever I draft a quarterback um, or a high end wide receiver, I'll just go and I'll star their their stacking partner. <laughs> and every now and then it works bad. Like when I got when I drafted Cooper Cup in the first. And then accidentally auto-picked um, Matthew Stafford in the second because he was in my queue. You know, you're gonna, you win some, you lose some. I had someone in my draft uh, the other day at Best Ball Mania that started with Justin Jefferson and then clearly thought it was a slow draft or got pulled away but had starred up the entire Minnesota Vikings team. So it just <laughs> went. And so they took Dwayne McBride at the sixth round and it was like, all right, um, thank you for your donation. All right. We got a prompt. Give me more. This one came in from our friend Ryan McDowell. Name the QB one, the running back one, the wide receiver one, and the tight end one on underdog last year from 2022. If successful, draft the Jason or more of your choice. If unsuccessful, draft Jason Moore. Can you go through those top four positional scores here? Yeah, I feel like that should be easy, but maybe there's a trap here. You got Mahomes as quarterback one last year. You have... I think the trap would be thinking it was Christian McCaffrey, but I think it was Austin Eckler's running back one. You got um, Justin Jefferson. And then tight end is not up for debate. That was Kelsey. You nailed it. You nailed it. Now the real question is, is how much of a corner did Ryan box us into here? I'll do a search. The Jasons are not looking good. Jason Kroom, Huntley, Moore. (laughs) Um, How are they? I I would take Jason Moore out of that list. (laughs) Yeah, actually I I forgot. We are rich with Moores here. Um, I might have pulled this up too quickly, though, with some of these snipers, but Sky Moore and Rondell Moore um, look decent there. Um, do you have any preferences for the Moors or Jasons? Uh, the Moors are better than the Jasons, uh, for sure. So, uh, you know, I would <laughs> yes, Jason Witten. I mean, you want to, you want that stack with Dak, so it makes complete exactly. sense. Exactly. We wind the clock back, and this thing just looks incredible, uh, you know, back in the day. Um yeah, no, which of the uh which of the Moors do you like? You are gonna get one of them. 
Oh, I, I do have to draft him more. I thought I had to draft him if I got it wrong. Um, if successful, this is see Ryan's a jerk oh, man. Everyone knows oh, Ryan. Draft nice, the well done. Or more of your choice. I should have gone Christian McCaffrey. Um, okay, so then in that case, uh, I would definitely take uh, Rondale before Sky. Um, so those were that's basically all the only options, right? Yeah, I mean, I, like I don't want to box you out of other more. Yeah, DJ, DJ's uh, gone. Uh, so Rondell, Miss Chris Jackson Moore. has enjoyed sniping you tonight, so it has to be Rondell yeah. unless Jamon Moore. I, are we on the Moore? clock? We are. Oh, then yeah, Rondell Moore. That's fine. And uh, again, th- there's there's a path for him to to be good this year. I, I'm I'm not completely 100 percent off of Rondell. I'm not wanting to draft him here, but I you will. know what I'll say though. You also get a little Week 17 correlation. Rondell Moore plays your Dallas Goddard and A.J. Brown in Week 17. So you are going to be cooking that final week. Thank goodness we have your mind here, Pete. Um. Okay. I knew this was going to come up. You love pickleball. I hate pickleball. And yet mm. this prompt says a pickleball truce. Jason must try to get Pete to capitulate and give pickleball a chance. If Pete gives in and promises to play a game, take whoever you please. If not successful, take a player you believe would be dominant on the pickleball court. So I'm telling you, I'm going to be a tough crowd. I'm reading all these articles. People are getting hurt. You guys are bulldozing playgrounds, retirement centers, hospitals to build this this uh, these pickleball courts. Why, why should I want to play this, Jason? You look, if I can talk about your body, you look like a man who cares about health. A man who takes care of himself, a man that exercises and is obviously very handsome. So that being said, I think that, you know, this is a sport that fat people like me need. They need <laughs> to be able to exercise and to get a dream of looking like Pete Overza. And if you were to experience the competitiveness, because I know you're a competitive guy. I know you just love having fun and competing with friends or enemies, if you were to go out on a pickleball court in support of health and being pro-handsome, anti-fat, I think that if you would make that agreement for me as a friend to go out on the court, that you would find the competition aspect is worth your time. You would love it and you'd want to get better at it. That's my pitch. Uh, I want to say you are brilliant in that, you know, trying to appeal uh, to my looks and physique, really buttering me up. Um, I almost, almost am willing to capitulate just how smart you are, but I'm never playing that godforsaken sport. So you have to pick a player who you think would be dominant on the pickleball court. Do you have any names right. that stand out? Uh, well, we're looking for height and length here. Um, we, we want long arms. Uh, Najoku certainly stands out there. Um, um, Michael Jig. Gallup. Oh, Jig. Eh, I mean, look, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna be a man of my word here. I don't think Michael Gallup, who I would rather have than, uh, you know, for for the stack. But um, we, if we if, if I really want some, uh, David, who do we auto draft? Oh, that's who I was. That's okay. who I was gonna draft. Great. Okay. That's not an auto draft then. That I mean, David Njoku is a is a grown ass man. Um, do you really oh, think yeah. that we should waste? I mean, his time playing pickleball. I mean, th- this physique, this talent, you think he'd uh, – I mean, this is what you you want to see out on the pickleball court? I, that is not what I want to see out on the pickleball court. <laughs> Goodness, no. Not unless he's my teammate. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it's really unfair. Andy is very skilled. He's the best of the three of us. Um, 
but it is unfair that he has height and length that where he can get balls we just can't get. So that is like a legitimate thing with with pickleball, the the height stuff. It's like boxing. If you have a, a longer reach, you have just a huge advantage. Yeah, there's a, a space near the net called the kitchen, and you can't get closer to the net than that. So if the balls are not very high, you, you can't do much with them. But if you're longer and you can reach more towards the net, you can do more with them than I could do. So what kind of like, – what are you, are you guys just playing like casually? Are you playing doubles? Are you guys in tournaments? Like what, what – how, how deep uh, into this perverted we're world deep, are you guys? We're deep, man. We, 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 we rented a – we bought a warehouse space um, and converted it into the Pickle Palace. So we have our own fantasy footballers air-conditioned uh, pickle studio that we play at least three times a week. We do doubles. We do tournaments um, and get our, get our sweat on. So, See, and we're, and, and we're real good. I, have you guys, have you guys made content around playing pickleball? We haven't, we've, we've never really made content around it. I've made a paddle. I, I uh, shout out to uh, baller pickleball.com um, <laughs> myself and our uh, producer, Jeremy Grantham. We have produced a paddle and it is a great paddle. It's like a $200 paddle. It's only a hundred bucks. Well, this is what I'm realizing because I've been rallying against this sport. Um, you know, it's been a cause I've taken up on Twitter, and yet I'm realizing I'm the one in my basement, um, you know, streaming, you know, all of my drafts, and you guys are out here building warehouses um, and playing pickleball in in your free time. It feels like, in a lot of ways, pickleball has opened up the world to you to live a life of leisure, and I'm just the old man shaking my fist at the clouds from my from my basement. Here's the thing about that last pick. You said that you're not going to play pickleball. You, you know, you, that I did not win the argument. And the truth is, Pete, the truth is you will play pickleball. You will absolutely play pickleball before you die. I, there's no chance you die. Oh, you are completely right. Because when you turn 70, that is when you start playing pickleball. Jason. So I, I do think, I do think that checks out. I will play pickleball yeah. before I die. See? I mean, so I should have been able to draft anybody. The pickleball court is basically God's waiting room, is, is how I see it, uh, Jason. And so that's why I it's get a, worried about you guys out there. Do so you much. think God made a bad waiting room? I mean, <laughs> God made a beautiful waiting room that, that you are blessed to participate in. You know what? Um, well, you know, I, I've, I've opened the door for it. I don't know if you uh, would have seen this one. I think it was last year. I was trying to will, was it when Jamar Chase was out hurt for a little bit? And I said, if he was back in time, I think it was like they had like a four-week injury timeline. And I was like, if he's back in three weeks, I will play pickleball. That's how bad I wanted Jamar Chase <laughs> back on the field. He didn't end up making it. So I was I was spared having to play. But one of these days you might get me, but I'm not going to like it. I'll tell you that. Yeah. If you come to Arizona, we'll get you out to Pickle Palace and we'll play. Wow. <sighs> That's an open invitation, Pete. Okay. All right. I know David Kitchen wants to make it out to your Pickle Palace. Um. All right, we got a little trivia here. Future Hall of Famer. Since 2010, there has been six former Cardinals players to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Name three of them or draft the next Cardinals Hall of Famer, Larry <laughs> Fitzgerald. Can you, oh, how, how big of a Cardinals fan are you? I'm not a big enough Cardinals fan. If Andy were watching right now, he'd be screaming all six of them, I'm sure. And, and uh, <laughs> I, I'm sitting here going, oh, man, is Larry Fenters a Hall of Famer? I don't uh, so the one thing I will say is I'm looking at these six names. Kurt uh, Warner. Are, I know Kurt Warner's. Yes, uh, you got Hall one. I was going to say I know three of these. Three of them I've never heard of. So you've named one of the three I've heard of. Oh man, I, 
Aeneas Williams, is he in there? Uh, probably not. Um, uh, yeah, Aeneas Williams is one of them. Sorry, that was oh, the guy I did not okay. know. Yeah, so you have, you have right. now two. Yes. Kurt Warner, Aeneas Williams. Um, I'm sure when I hear them, I'll feel really bad about myself. I don't even know <laughs> if I've got any other guesses. Uh, Larry Center wasn't on there, right? Uh, no. So, end of list. <laughs> give me the give me the names. Okay. Well, the two that I thought were low hanging would have been Edron James and Emmett Smith. I don't think of Edron James as a Cardinal or Emmett Smith. Come <laughs> on. That I mean, I get it. I get it. They were Cardinals. And if I had ever remembered that they were Cardinals for a minute, I would have clearly <laughs> known they're Hall of Famers. That's non. That is nonsense. Hey, what were the other names? Yeah, I will tell you here after I put Larry Fitzgerald uh, selection for you. Uh, so much for yeah, those no you. grenades there. Um, the other ones uh, here were Alan Feneca, Phoenicia. Someone I think it's Fanica. Water, correct? Fanica? Alan Fanica? I think I've heard that name before. It okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, are you are you from Arizona originally? Or are you a transplant? No, I'm I'm pretty much from here. I, I wasn't uh, born here, but I was here since I was six months old. So. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, you know what? I uh, I grew I up a basketball really fan, so I was a Suns. I'm a one sport kind of guy. I, I hear you. I hear you on that. Um, okay. Well, we got some more Cardinals trivia here. Back to back Super Bowl, whatever this Roman numeral is. Guess how many fantasy points half PPR Larry Fitzgerald had in Super Bowl, whatever that is, within three points. If Within three points, if correct, take whoever you like. If you're incorrect, te- take the next highest Cardinal or Stealer. Can okay. you maybe talk us through? You, you know, yeah, Larry I mean, Field he was he game. was awesome in that game. Had a late game breakaway touchdown run that was probably forty yards, maybe maybe longer. Um, so he had a great game. I'm going to say he had. This is how many? This is half PPR. So I'm going to yeah, guess his PPR. stat line was. Something like uh, seven for 120 and a touchdown. So I'm going to go eight, eight, eight for 120 and a touchdown. So you're talking 12, 16, 20, uh, 20 fantasy points. Holy cow, dude. So you're, you are so spot on with the stat line. The correct one is seven for 127. I was like, holy shit. Ooh. He had two touchdowns. Oh, game. no. I forgot a touchdown. Two touchdowns Someone for 28.2 fantasy points. My I did goodness. Larry dirty. You did. I mean, but that that was still pretty impressive. I got I to gotta give that. Uh, I mean, just you knowing a stat line. But let me make sure here. You do have to take the next highest Cardinal or Steeler. So we can't right, show look me the at list. This. Let me do um do Arizona here. Kyler would be the next highest oh, Arizona. Heck yeah. And Pittsburgh would be uh Kenny Pickett. You get to choose. You get a quarterback. Oh, it's, Kenny Pickett. It's, def- it's definitely Kyler. Kyler okay. is a great value right now. Um you know, obviously the Cardinals are projected to be one of the worst teams in the league I think they've got the second highest odds at the number one pick and and so I think there's a lot of assumption um that that means they're going to hold Kyler out as long as possible and that very well could happen but he's being drafted like that is a guarantee that that he is absolutely going to miss you know four five six games I don't think it's unrealistic that he's there week one 
Um, and if he is, then getting him in the 12th round, even if, you know, he's obviously not as full strength as he will be in the future. This is a guy who's just never not been good for fantasy in any game he's played. So I, I, you know, I'm more bullish on him in dynasty leagues uh, because I think his value is, is so wrong right now um, because of the injury and the, and the, you know, the long-term future is going to be great. Uh, But yeah, I'm happy to have Kyler here. What um so I I have no problem with the Kyler if I'm not getting production from him at the beginning of the season because I'm like I'll just paper over that I'll get other quarterbacks um to cover for me I think the worry is are could the Cardinals be so bad that they just shut him down and they're like why would we risk him being out there no. do you think no, he is likely not- to play like weeks ten through seventeen a hundred percent to play there's other than other than re-injury, there's re-injury. no chance they would shut him down at all. This team has fully committed to him uh, with every kind of action. They drafted, they traded back up to draft uh, Paris Johnson, who Kyler wanted. They, days before the NFL draft, got flack for flying out to a, a, a statue unveiling of Kyler. They have fully invested and supported both the new general manager and the new head coach are Kyler's the guy. If the Cardinals get the number one overall pick next year and you've got, you know, the sensation Caleb that everyone wants to draft, they will trade that number one pick and they will keep Kyler. That's my belief. Wow. I, you know what? I needed this take because in my heart of hearts, I'm like in this landscape where QBs are getting chased up the board and we're all just hunting for quarterback upside cheap, like finding quarterback upside cheap is almost impossible. It's why Anthony Richardson's a ninth and 10th round pick Kyler when on the field, we know he's one of the few people who can challenge for top five upside. And uh, I've even found myself getting gun shy, just worrying about the in-game stuff. But if you're going to give me that confidence that he's not getting shut down, I'm ready. I'm ready. He's to not getting shut down. I mean, I mean, think about it was it was Kenny Pickett or Kyler Murray. They were close to each other in in ADP. It's like who's breaking into best ball lineup? You know, if, if Kyler plays half a season and Kenny Pickett plays an entire season, who cracks your lineup and scores more fantasy points at the end for you? It's going to be Kyler. Okay. All right. I like it. You got me on board. I needed that. Um. All right. Here we go. Oh, redirect it. This is from Waz. <laughs> He wants you to purchase a domain name relevant to the player you want to draft next and forward it to the fantasyfootballers.com. Have you purchased any domain names for players? Uh, we've we've got a whole lot of domain names. It, it's not usually players. Uh, we just buy stupid uh, things like Tuesday Night Football. When there was a game on Tuesday Night Football, TuesdayNightFootball.com goes to us. Uh, the groin index, that'll just forward to the fantasy footballers. In fact, we built a groin index for all groin injuries that automates. Um, so we do a lot of stupid stuff like that. Um, um the groin index.com. Just groin index. It? Oh, ju- I had the, the in there. Just groin yeah. index. Just groin there index. And I'll show whoever is currently hurt and their quotes. <laughs> there we go. So real quick, I know we, I didn't leave you enough time to actually purchase a domain name, but if you could tell me a domain you would buy to redirect, uh, to the fantasy footballers based on a player, here um tell me which player you would want to draft and what domain you would like to create okay i got two for me earliest tight end so i'm probably out there what's what's my build here four and five i've got two quarterbacks so i'm looking at i'm looking at um probably a wide receiver but i'll look at yeah exactly um uh alec pierce kj osborne let me just see the wide receivers real quick yep 
Uh, groin nation Mims. right there. The groin. <laughs> <laughs> the groin. Um, okay. So, and, and let me see the running backs again. Yeah. Uh, you got a little tank Bigsby, Roshan, some rooks, Algier Ford. And my current running backs are Jacobs, Harris acres. You got a 12 seconds. Oh, um, uh, let, let's go wide receiver. I'm going to take, uh, go, uh, Mims. Mims. And, uh, what's the, what's the domain going to be? Uh, it's going to be Mims, the word.com. <laughs> yes. I, that was, that's what I went to. Let's see. Let's see if anyone has, has squatted on this one. Mims. Yeah. If, if, the if word. it's available, it will forward to the fantasy footballers tomorrow. Okay, hugedomains.com. Oh my God. I don't, oh, it I don't... will not forward to the fantasy <laughs> footballers tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, if it was like, you know, oh, it's 50 bucks, I, I'd probably, I'd probably shell out. But, uh, I mean, you know, this, this buys the... another wing at the pickleball palace. I mean, yeah. holy cow. For, for the audio listeners, the domain is available for sale for almost $1,800. Uh, holy cow. Um, what if you did like try to see, uh, maybe throw a Z in there, mimstheword.com? just not as good though just not yeah, as good. his name isn't spelt that way now i'm kind of curious who just mums the word.com what does that go to oh that's got to be twenty thousand mums <laughs> but you would think someone would already be squatting on that man this is uh i'm on the edge of my seat it doesn't maybe someone hasn't bought mums the word.com maybe that's your big that's, retirement that's gateway a huge, right there. huge opportunity <laughs> Um, all right. I need to, uh, I need to spin the wheel here. Also shout out Sean for the super chat. That's very nice of you. Appreciate you guys hanging out. Jason crushing it here on the randomizer draft. Nice to take a break from drafting best ball teams to get in the randomizer best ball streets. All right. Yes. And more a little improv, uh, phrase here chat suggests a noun um so chat throw us out a noun here until the next pick Pete and Jason must yes. And the suggestion to be bigger better, more, et cetera. If either failed draft Jason Moore. So this would be like someone says a uh, boat and then I say yacht and then you I say cruise you. ship. You got it. Um, all right. Cheese is the first suggestion I see. Do you want to start with cheese? Craft single. Craft single. Um, a, a block of cheddar cheese. A wheel of cheese. Ooh, a wheel of cheese. Uh, a house made of cheese that large mice live in. The people of Wisconsin. Just the entire group of Wisconsin. Entire, they are all cheese. Well, the sun actually melts and turns into just a heaping ball of cheese melting over the galaxy. Mm. <laughs> that's, that's a good one, man. The sun. Uh, I wish I knew the names of other bigger stars. I'm not Googling this. I guess I got Jason Moore, which to be fair. He's a great bench guy. I mean, this is someone that's going to be good for the locker room. Um, if you think this is the first time I've drafted Jason Moore, it's not. Um, you know, sometimes when I'm in a league, I need to use my last pick on Jason yeah. Moore just for, you know. Just, just for, for that that symmetry? There yeah, you absolutely. Go. I, I will be completely honest, and this is actually flattering to you. Uh, when I hear Jason Moore, I immediately think of the fantasy footballers, Jason Moore. I've never once thought about the football player. So in my mind, you are, you know, in the hierarchy of Jason Moore's there. So that's thank you. Thank you. I th to be fair, I think almost nobody knows the player Jason Moore. <laughs> his family, <laughs> yeah. 
is about it and me because um, I share his name and, uh, you know, the, the jokes abound. You know what? I, I can't help but notice here. You can't you can't toss this guy a follower. I'm looking at my mutual follows. He's only followed oh. by one of my guys here. I mean, you not follow it. Yeah, that, that's a tough. I should really. Yeah, that, that's, <laughs> I, I should really follow. Here's the thing. Now, no one uh, no one troll him. No one do anything mean. But everyone give Jason uh, more some follows on Twitter uh, tonight. What, and he'll just what be is pleasantly um, surprised. what is his J smooth underscore seven? There you go. Um, okay. while he, while Jason's doing this, a reminder, uh, tonight I'm doing another show, uh, here in about 30 minutes, best ball after dark, having Adam Levitan on from ETR. That is for YouTube members. Um, excited to talk to Adam. Haven't caught up with him in a while. He's been doing all kinds of tennis prop bets. We'll talk a little dad life, maybe a little best ball, maybe a draft. So if you're a YouTube member on the channel, you do get access to those member only streams. Uh, that will be, um, basically immediately following this at 9.30. Jason, let's recap your team here. Um, I do think Nick jinxed you saying there were no grenades on this team early because <laughs> we have we have gotten some grenades. Dak Prescott and Kyler Murray at quarterback. Josh Jacobs, Najee Harris, Cam Akers at running back. You're doing good there. Wide receiver, A.J. Brown, Tyler Lockett, Traylon Burks, Ronda Moore, Larry Fitzgerald, Marvin, Mums the Word, and Jason, not me, Jason, Moore, tight ends, Dallas Goddard and David, I should be on the pickleball court in the Joku. You know, I, I, it's fine. I think, I think we can make this work. I'm pretty sure I'm going to win. I mean, when I look <laughs> at that with some hall of famers and my namesake, I don't see how it goes wrong. How many picks we got left? Where are we at? We have uh, four Three, more picks, 15, 16, four. 17, 18. Let's spin the wheel and see what we have on tap here. Thank you guys again, as always, for... Oops, I uh, didn't remove this prompt. That is on me being a bad host. We will spin again. The wheel's so nice, you had to spin it twice. Am I am I now on the hook for two failed not removing these prompts? Oh, you my are, goodness. I'm a, but I'm, I'm going to answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> 28.2 points. Uh, holy shit what happened to me did i just forget to remove three prompts in a row yeah i think you know you should be punished at this point yes um holy cow all right we got a new one I, i'm taking another drink for that all right my guys my guys jason must name his four my guys three plus one you were sniped on from last year if he cannot name them draft seek do you remember this show um i know i know jalen hurts was one i know my sniped one was uh michael Pittman. gabe davis was one um oh gosh i remember why i couldn't remember the last one it's it's bad it's real bad it's about it as bad as it could get is chase who, so who did you think yeah thankfully yes. he was in the eighth round so it wasn't uh <laughs> didn't cost too much but whew, when you don't even finish on the team that's that's uh, not good. Um, yes, that is that is correct. Did you say? Did you say all four? Or did you just say the three? No, I said all four. Yeah. Okay. Jalen Hurts, Chase Edmonds, Gabe Davis, and Michael Pittman. He got them. Um, do you have? When do you guys do your your my guys draft? Uh, that's usually later, mid August, somewhere around there. 
Yeah. Do you think uh, you think Najee's shaping up to be a, a my guy? No, I don't, I don't think so. I, you know, there's there's people that I think are values, um, but I doubt I doubt he would go all the way to a my guy. Um, let's see here. You are going to get to pick whoever you want. Um, dare I say you could even pick one of your guys here available at 15.9. If you do in fact have a guy, I would say the value pockets of the board is kind of lining up. You might be looking for a, a running back here. We definitely have some options available. Any other positions you'd like to look at? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm probably looking running back here and there's a couple of them that I see right in front of me that I, I like all of them. So, um, yeah, let me just see the running backs as yep. a whole. Yeah. How how far away am I? Oh, are we on the clock? Yeah, we're on the clock. Sorry. Oh, okay. I'll I'll take uh Deontay Foreman. I, I think he's the one personally that I would rather have the most from that backfield. Uh, I don't you I don't invest a lot in the Bears backfield with Fields being a touchdown vulture and not really a, yeah. a dump off guy, but I think Deontay Foreman is talented and um, we'll, we'll win the job ahead of Khalil Herbert. Um, oh man. Okay. I remember this one. All right. This is, this is very simple. So this is a two-parter and we got to go quickly here. Pick a number between one and 10. That's the first thing you two. need to do. Two. Okay. This was very doable. Thank you. Um, so the secret mission is this. We mo we both must combine to put on that many white shirts before the next pick. Otherwise select <laughs> James White. How many white shirts do you have available near you? I have two white shirts. They aren't near me. Okay. How I, much time I, do we have? Mine aren't near me either. You go. You go. Let's we go. Four picks. All right. Jason's going. Um, this was one of those prompts where uh, I obviously knew it was on there. However, all of my white shirts are upstairs. And I have a bunch. I have like nine white V-neck Sorry. shirts that I wear, of, wear as um, undershirts. And I thought there was a chance... Jason, who famously wears primarily black shirts, wouldn't have any. And if he said nine or ten, that I would have to run upstairs and grab all of my undershirts to put on stream. But I'm feeling very blessed. I get to keep the suns out, guns out, sit here, drink my Modelo while Jason goes and grabs white shirts. Also, I did want to check on this one for Joycey. If I become a member, I can watch all the old After Darks. Yep, those are all on demand. There's a playlist. Um, I have all of those. I, I think I'm up to like 12 or 13 of those. Maybe I'm a little high, but I've basically been doing them every week. Um, oh, baby. The white shirt. So and this these is are combined? Just, this is combined. So all we needed was two total. I was prepared to run up to my room and grab a bunch of undershirts. I got both. Oh, baby. So what? talk to me about this, because you are primarily a black shirt guy, right? Is this is this hard for you to put I am, on? Yes. Uh, I am beyond primarily. I am exclusively. Yeah. A black shirt, bro. I own three white shirts. They are all undershirts. It's the only time I would wear them. See, the thing is, Pete, I don't know if you know yeah. this, but the lighter the color, it's going to kind of reflect the light a little bit and my tits are going to show up more. So I prefer black where my boobs are hidden. Oh, I thought you were going to say something about sweating. Cause I was like, uh, do you see sweat stains more on, on white shirts? Look, there's black. so many advantages of, <laughs> of the black shirts. I, you know, but primarily it's just, 
Okay, so you have done this real quick. I, uh, we only have 13 seconds on the clock. You are going to get to pick whoever you want. Uh, which position do you want me to look at here? We got Zeke, John um, Neji, Paris Campbell, Dawson Knox, Shakir, Jeff Wilson. I'm actually going to take Zeke. Take Zeke. Okay, take Zeke. Because he's a cowboy. That's that's what people are starting to say. That's what we're starting that's to hear. That's what I thought for a while. Um, it does seem like the most logical place. And again, if you're trying to find the best landing spot for him for fantasy, it has to be the Cowboys. I can't think of a better spot for him to have any value. A hundred percent. There's, there's nowhere he's going to go where he's going to get the amount of work that he got uh, there. And with, with the depth chart right now, I mean, you got Tony Pollard and some scraps and you got a Schottenheimer led team that wants to run the ball a lot. It, it just doesn't make sense for me to, for Zeke not to show up. Yeah, um, I, I think we're destined there as well. I do have to ask about the shirt thing. The other thing I often hear from people for why they wear the same thing, it's the old Steve Jobs thing, right? I don't have to devote any additional thought to what I wear, and I want to reserve all of that mental energy for the rest of my life so I can make all these more important decisions. Does that weigh into it for you know no decision fatigue with your with your clothing choices? Totally. I just really want to reserve my thoughts for more important decisions. And so that's a big part of my wardrobe is, is, is to really maximize the rest of my life. That, that, see, that's the spin zone you need. Stop telling people it's because it's more flattering or more slimming or whatever. You need to tell people that when you are having to look at architectural specs for a new wing at the pickleball palace exactly. that you need to exactly. not be bogged down by which striped polo you're putting on. Exactly right. No, they're all the same. They are the same striped black polo. Do you, what are, what are your, on the whole, what are your uh, YouTube commenters like? Will they chirp you guys based on what you're wearing? Because I feel like there is this YouTube commenter phenomenon. Like if you have one thing off in your background or you, your, your hat slightly askew, people will call it out. What do they come after you for? Um, you know, we've got, we've got a really nice audience. They don't really come after us much. Uh, they'll, they'll give us shout outs for, you know, like if Andy or Mike's wearing a certain hat, you know, if Andy's wearing a, <laughs> a rocket league hat and be like, Oh, you play rocket league. I love rocket league or whatever. Um, but th that's pretty much it. I'm sure if I showed up to the show in, you know, a white shirt, the comments would flow because I'm, uh, our, our, one of our producers last year in kind of a, a game show style trivia thing did the research on my colored shirts. And I think there was like two out of the last 200, shows where it wasn't a black or gray shirt and i think one of those was like a costume that's incredible yeah I, someone had just recently said to me because i wore a, sh a, sh a shirt that had sleeves the other day that that was a rarity and i was like someone needs to go back because i'm pretty sure i was wearing hoodies and long sleeves there for a while but um hey uh it's it's nice to not have to to dress up to go to work right like that's that's the uh the benefit of all this yeah um all right, we have two more picks, Jason. You are in the home stretch. Pick 17 and 18 here. We have more trivia. Bust trivia. What is the full name of Josh Rosen? He famously has a pretty crazy full name. Are you are you familiar with this? Joshua Rosen. Am I right? <laughs> full name Joshua. A lot of people shorten it to Josh and they just call him <laughs> Josh Rosen, but 
And that's not on the birth certificate. It's Joshua. And so, no, I have no idea what his name is. So this is this is straight from uh, Wikipedia here. Joshua Ballinger Lippincott Rosen. I wasn't sure wow. if this had been. You know, I, I I remembered that he had a crazy name. I would not have gotten that right myself. But yeah, I mean, right here on the birth certificate, that is what. To be fair, it, it is indeed Joshua. It so, is. You, you did get part of that. You just missed the Ballinger Lippincott part. Oh, I was so close. Yes. Um. You know, the the two things that Josh Rosen, the three things he's most famous for, uh, one, having an inflatable hot tub in his dorm room at UCLA, uh, being a bust, and having the middle name Ballinger Lippincott. I mean, that's a pretty good resume. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do... Uh, what was the punishment here? Yeah, I just need to uh, to check that here. I don't think you're going to like it. Um, <laughs> if incorrect, ref Josh Rosen. Okay. Look, Larry Fitzgerald and Josh Rosen, I, I've got a lot of Cardinals here. Well, here's the thing, though. According to this underdog blurb, I don't know how um, up-to-date it is, six months ago, joins Minnesota's practice squad. So maybe oh, you're just a coach. Okay, maybe he's throwing to, to Justin Jefferson any minute now. <laughs> any minute. Just line that up. Justin Jefferson is going to unlock Joshua Ballinger, Lippincott, Rosen's career. I think it can happen. Um See, guys, you guys are saying Kyler handcuff. Are you guys doing insider stuff? You're connecting the dots, getting him back to Arizona there? Um, <laughs> yeah. Arizona <laughs> loves him. <laughs> yeah. With welcome arms, open arms here. Yeah. Oh, boy, what a one to go out on here. Um, I wish I was a baller. Pete and Jason must sing along to or recite lyrics from Skilos. I wish I was a baller or draft a farm or college basketball player. Luckily for you, Jason – I have prepared for this, and I got a karaoke track in the stream yard okay. hopper that we can sing along to here. All right, um, I think I know the chorus. Yeah, I think I do too. Let's uh, let's see here. Uh, apparently, I didn't trim this video when I ripped it off of YouTube. Mm. We're loading. Hey, this is radio station WSKE. We're taking calls on the wish line, making your wacky wishes come true. Wish I was wish a little, was a bit, little taller. bit taller. Wish I was a baller. Wish I had a girl with good that would call her. Wish I had a rabbit in a hat with a bat and a six foot taller. I wish I was like six foot foot nine so I could get with Leoshi because she don't know me, but she's really fine. You know I see all the time everywhere I go. And even in my dreams, I can scheme ways to make her mine. I don't know the non-chorus. I just wish I was, you know, a little bit taller. <laughs> Why do we need all these things? But I just want to be a little bit taller. Try not to be greedy. I just want to be taller. I don't want all these things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, y'all. Yeah, y'all never understood. <laughs> uh, I told him, yeah, skittle, skittle bottle. Got to hit with a bottle and put in a hospital for talking that mess. Where's I the chorus? Get there. Come on, speed low. Here we go. Glad I came to my senses like quick, quick and stop singing this song before I get canceled over coming by thoughts of me and her together. You right? Get prepared. Look at you. We need one more chorus. I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. I wish I had a girl who was good I would call her. I wish I had a rabbit and a hat with a hat and a six-form paw. wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. I wish I had a girl who was good I would call her. I wish I had a rabbit and a hat with a bat and a six-form paw. Mm. wish I was a pickleballer. Oh, my God. You guys, that's a free idea. You guys need to make that song, I Wish I Was a Pickleballer.
Uh, there you go. Maybe I need to make that song. Um, thank you. Yeah, you do. Because you do wish. Um, all right. So you are going to get to pick here. And I literally, I think just singing that, I got a cramp. I need to utilize my standing desk here um, as I get a cramp at my seat. Probably because I'm not out there doing calisthenics on the uh, pickleball court enough. Um, all right. So how do you want to round this team out? For the audio listeners, we're at a 3572 build. Prescott, Kyler, I'll read the rest of it because we are on the clock here first. I want to make sure you get who you want. Okay. Um, let's – I'm going to take 357. Uh, we really need a wide receiver. Oh, give me Tim Patrick. Tim Patrick, let's go. Uh, yeah. Tim Patrick and Marvin Mims. What, Cortland Sutton gets traded and then you're cooking? Is that the thesis? Well, here? I'm just taking their two, their two best wide receivers. Yeah. I like it. You did it with uh, – you got Goddard and A.J. Brown. You got uh, – Tim Patrick and Marvin Mims. I love the little team. I just wanted to complete the stacks with other people's quarterbacks, you know? <laughs> That's right. Um, all right. Um, so now I'm thing. looking for a tight end with my last pick. You're done. They only give you 18. Uh, unless they give the footballers more picks on underdog. These oh, I'm, I'm done, done. That was 18. That's done. You are done, done. Uh, see, when you get Josh Rosen and you get Larry <laughs> Fitzgerald and you get some of these guys that, you know, don't play football, really hurts the roster. <laughs> It does. You felt like I would have like taken Tyler Conklin if I knew. If yeah, I thought I had two. I thought we were at the turn where I get I get the back the back here. But all right, let's hear my final roster. Yeah, I mean, again, do you have some grenades on this team? Absolutely. Um, can this team still compete? I think so. Quarterback: Dak Prescott, Kyler Murray, Joshua, uh, uh, Rosen, Lippin. uh, Ballinger, Lippincott. There it is. Um. Running back, Josh Jacobs, Najee Harris, Cam Akers, Deontay Foreman, Zeke, Dallas Cowboy, Elliott, wide receiver, A.J. Brown, Tyler Lockett, one of Jason's guys, Traylon Burks, Rondell Moore, Larry Fitzgerald, Marvin Mims, Jason Moore, fitting, Tim Patrick, and then two grown-ass men at tight end, Dallas Goddard and David Njoku. I think you can go to battle with this team. Yeah, yeah, I'm not I'm not finishing last. That's not going to no. happen here. No, you're not. Um, oh, Jason, Jason Moore on the roster. Once, once you have Jason Moore, I mean, it's, it's hard to lose. Uh, you crushed it, the randomizer. Um, I know everyone here knows about the fantasy footballers, but you got anything coming down the pipeline that people should keep an eye out for? Uh, no, just uh, just listen wherever you listen and watch wherever you watch and look at fantasyfootballers.com for all your fantasy needs. There you go. And uh, you can always visit the, uh, was it, is it groinreport.com? Groin Index, Groin Index. Groin if you index. ever want to know, which NFL players have a current groin injury, it is automatically updated, and it is incredibly accurate. Um, and do not get on, Jason, if uh, Mims the Word does not redirect to the fantasy footballers as well as they're doing. I don't know if they have $1,800 in the budget for a bit uh, these days. Uh, I will also say, Jason, I'm laughing because right before we came on the show, we uh, or at the start of the show, you mentioned how you were feeling really hot, coming in mm -hmm. and i realized you ended the show with two additional shirts on after saying you were already hot yeah three shirts wrapping <laughs> running upstairs this is just this is just a pleasure thanks for having me pete <laughs> yes and i do have to put a so two things came up when when hitman was on a long time ago and this was in the uh former um intro clip to the show he called me the worst host he's ever seen um which was fair then andy last time he was on called me a good host and i think it would only be fitting for you to break the tie and i now i'm realizing i probably should have agreed to playing pickleball but am i a good host or am i a bad host jason you are not a good host 
You're a great host, Pete. I've hey. enjoyed being here with you. You make me laugh. You do great work. Uh, you're fun and you know your stuff. So I appreciate you having me on. Uh, I appreciate you, Jason, giving me your time tonight. The audience loved it. You crushed the randomizer. Check out the fantasy footballers. Follow both Jason Moore's on Twitter. I am here every Thursday night for the randomizer at 8 p.m. Eastern, and I will be here in 10 minutes to chop it up with Adam Levitan. So for Jason, I'm Pete. Appreciate all of you guys. We'll see you next time. 